Thank you for joining us for After the Experience today. I want to welcome Lauren and Robbie with us. Today we're going to talk about church hurt. So let's jump right into it. When you hear the word church hurt, what do you think about? I think about humans. It's, the, it's part of the human experience. It's part of the emotions that we have, whether we're talking about work or loved ones and relationships. Getting hurt at church is something that can happen just like it can happen somewhere else. When I think about church hurt, it just... Uh think about, you know, certain standards and certain level of uh, respectability of where you have to be. Yeah. Where people think you have a certain standard you have to act to, and if you don't act to that, then there's judgment, there's condemnation for it, mm-hmm. and then they judge you for not being up to their standard, mm-hmm. which can cause hurt. Where you would like to think that the church is a safe space for you to be who you are and be who you are to grow, but being hurt in the church can be feels like it could hurt worse because you think of it as a safe space. I would agree with that. I mean, I think that you know, people talk about how church is like hospital, you are coming, and it's the place where you should be able to get that spiritual and even physical, if we believe in signs and wonders, that physical healing. So we have to often peel back those layers and expose ourselves. And sometimes we don't do well as a body in actually coming around each other and supporting one another in those vulnerable moments. And just as much as we expect, like, I'm going to come to church and I'm going to get what I need. Sometimes we just as, you know, Christians, we can expect that we're immune to any kind of hurt or offense because it's church and we all love God and we all love Jesus and we're all here to serve him. But we're still dealing with regular people. We're, we are still dealing with people. Right. And that's the one thing we can't get away from is that we're dealing with people. Like mm-hmm. you said, hurt people, hurt people. So if somebody's hurting, one of the things that will probably make them feel better, or sometimes make them feel better, is hurting somebody else because yeah. now you understand the pain that I'm going through. Right. So like she said, you can't get away from the human experience because that's what a church is. It's a body of people. Yeah. And they all come in with their own issues, their own problems, and their own mistakes. And sometimes, you know, it, it hurts. You have to hurt somebody because for them to be hurt. It's just, yeah, it's just it's cycle. It is. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think something else that, that was said was that Church is a place where we go to grow. Mm -hmm. And so different people are at different levels. Mm -hmm. And so some people, um, they're more mature and maybe they know better than to do some things. And some people just aren't. And And I think maybe what adds to that is this idea that, well, if I've been in church for so many years, I should be mature. That's just not true. Uh, you could be somebody that's been in church for 30 years and be as immature as somebody who just walked in the door last week. And you can be somebody who's only been there a year or two and actually be pretty mature. So I think that the fact that everybody's still growing, including the preacher, uh, plays a role. Um, and then, it, you, like you said, it's a human experience. So I think that some days people just have bad days. Yeah. You know, yeah. And, uh, and and then also there are times when people just make mistakes. So, like, I had a situation uh, as, as a pastor, you know, and this was years ago, where, uh, you know, there was a guy in my church. He was probably at the time maybe in his 50s. He played in our basketball league. And one Saturday he was there, mm-hmm. and then the next week he wasn't. He, he died. And so his, mm-hmm. his son and his daughter were part of our church. His wife was a part of our church. And um, when he died, I had just had knee surgery. I mean, I'm literally, like, laid up, you know, at home, not supposed to go anywhere, not right. supposed to do anything. I still had things in my knee. So I couldn't go to his house. So my wife went, Right. And so she went and, you know, saw the family and our ministers took care of them. But I was completely separated from it because I couldn't do anything in my thinking. Yeah. I heard from that, that, that son like a, 
couple of years later. And he just kind of reached out to me and was like, man, I was so hurt. I was so mad at you because you didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. Mm-hmm. And of course, he didn't know I had just had surgery. And, mm-hmm. and then when I look back at it, I'm like, man, I should have did this differently. And I should have. I was so caught up in my deal. I'd never had surgery before right. that I just was like, OK, I can't handle this. Y'all handle this. And it hurt him for years. Mm-hmm. And, I, and what it made me think about was like, man, I mean, I wonder how many other cases there are like that where yeah. I didn't have a bad intention. I was just human. And yet somebody took it a different way and it kind of set them off yeah. or pushed them away from church. And uh, it, honestly, it kind of bothered me. Obviously, to this day, I still yeah. think about it. You know, I mean, we're dealing with people, but we're also dealing with folks' eternities mm-hmm. and their lives and their afterlife. And so it's like, I never want to be the root cause to why someone set on a path that they shouldn't be on. So I completely understand like how devastating that could be. And especially being a pastor too. But even without being a pastor, we as just, we are all Christians period, no matter where we may be stationed. And we should all feel very similar to the way you did about it. I wonder how much, how much of the church hurt conversation. I noticed that it trended, you mm-hmm. know, maybe about a month or two ago for some reason. And so I was reading the trends and seeing what people had to say. And, you know, um, some of it is political, but mm-hmm. some of it is people really hurting. Mm-hmm. But I wonder how much of this is somebody at church hurt me and how much of it is church, God requires a standard I don't want to live to. Mm-hmm. Because that's something else I saw. I had a mm-hmm. message the other day. Somebody was, you know, it was a conversation on Facebook, this thread running. And this person was attacking church and, and actually attacking the church I came from. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even my church, actually, you know, mm-hmm. even though they, they hadn't even really been there, but they were just kind of halfway attacking. And I'm like, there's more to this than what you're saying. And yeah. the last thing they said, and it was like, well, I'm living this lifestyle and church should expect, accept this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not church. Because church is supposed to be based on what the Bible says and what right. God says. Mm-hmm. And it just makes me wonder, even as, as we talk about this and preach on this, how much of this isn't church hurt is God hurt. Yeah. It's that simply I want to do what I want to do. And I want no one to tell me that that's not right, that that's not the best way. Yeah. And I don't know. It's just something I'm, I've been thinking about. And, and even as, as teaching on this, just, um, you know, I, I, I'm interested to see how much of it is that. So I think it's half and half, I think. I don't want to say it's more than the other because there are right. some people who just want to live their life their own way and not surrender to God or mm-hmm. surrender to Christ. And they just think, I should be able to do what I want when I want and not answer to anybody. Right. And then there's sometimes when you're in the church where there's other people there who have their own standards of where you should be or how you should act. Right. And if you don't meet their standards, then, then there's that where that judgment comes from. Right. So I think, like I said, it can be half and half of where some of it may be, I, I want to do what I want. And there's the other half where people are judging you because you don't meet their standards, not God's standards, just their own personal standards. The unfortunate party in all of this is God, though. Um, you have a job. You hate it. You get a bad boss. You don't quit working. You don't just stop having jobs after that. Like, you know, but we will say these are God's people, so therefore God condones this behavior or he's cool with this behavior and he's not. Right. Um, and it's it's unfortunate, but maybe it's not unfortunate. It's just we are humans. We were never 
built to live this life alone. I mean, mm -hmm. Adam had Eve and then the whole world populated. We were never meant to live this life alone. And so it's completely understandable just the way that someone can help like bring you to Christ. Someone could also be sort of the catalyst to move you away. Um, but I think that that's also where a level of maturity comes into play or even being open to hear from other people. Because to your point, correction, we have to have correction. Right. Um, whether it's correction in the church, whether it's correction about things about your personality, because that can come up too, not just like the mandates, you know, in the Bible of the Ten Commandments. Um, you know, what does it look like to walk in love? But that correction, one, helps us to grow. You don't grow from just having sun, a plant is going to like dry up and die right. if there was no rain. Right. And we're the same way. Right. So it's, it, it's just very interesting. But I think too, sometimes we as Christians can be like, because the Bible says this, I'm right. Mm -hmm. And no matter how I say it, Right. You have to just take it. Right. Yeah. And, and, and being a preacher's kid, mm -hmm. how everybody, you know, not everybody, but a lot of people in church have their own rules. Mm -hmm. And it's about, even there's things that churches to this day, you know, they really struggle with. You know, you can't wear a hat. You, know, yeah. you better wear yeah. a suit. Yeah. Um, how you say this, how you say, you know, that have become a barrier to people because mm -hmm. that's not in the Bible. Right. You know, that's somebody's viewpoint. That's some tradition. Yeah. And, uh, and so people get hurt. Because yeah. somebody's trying to hold them to that standard. And that's that's just wrong. I think it's interesting because as we've been having this conversation, I've been thinking a lot about just like cultural reasons or like historical implications to things we do and mm -hmm. how we'll take that and say like, this is Bible. You're mm -hmm. supposed to wear a three-piece suit. Right. But really, for instance... Um, when it comes to like black church, we were people wore suits because they had working class jobs and that was the only time you could dress up. But that doesn't mean I have to dress up to church. Right. It became right. a tradition. And I think that sometimes church hurt also happens when we take tradition and try to say like this is like God's law right. and the way we're supposed right. to live. Uh Ultimately, God wants us to draw closer to him. That's really what church is all about. He doesn't want us going farther away from him. He wants us getting closer closer to him. And as long as we're doing that, then then he's happy and we can really have the life he wants us to have. So anyway, we're out of time. Thank you all for joining us for After the Experience. I uh, would love for you to join us next week. We're going to get a little deeper into this, talk a little bit more about how to heal and how to grow from these things. So we'll see you next Monday and know that God has a future for you. <laughs>